0: Follow What Was the Score Podcast on Twitter at WWTS underscore podcast and follow us on YouTube too at the same name, What Was the Score Podcast, the Sports History Podcast. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. morning good afternoon and welcome back to what was the score the sports history podcast got a real nice one for you today me and john from the podcast last tuesday we we're talking about the nba draft and we just cut it up for a little bit also john has a really really cute baby and if you watch it on youtube you get to see the baby right towards the end so you know that makes sense anyway enjoy this one and have a good day The NBA draft. So the NBA draft started in 1947, in which eligible players who wish to join the league can do so. Typically, these are products of the American college system. However, they can also be players that have been playing internationally. In years gone by, you used to be able to go to the NBA from high school. However, since 2006, the rules were changed, so you must be one year removed from high school graduation, be that college basketball, international play, or high school postgraduate studies, most famously of which uh, Von Maker did. Whatever you fancy, really. The only other qualification is that you must be 19 in the calendar year of the draft. Those that have completed their four years at college automatically qualify for the draft. However, if you choose to declare as an underclassman, so in your first two years of college, then you forego your remaining college eligibility and typically your degree too. To decide the recipient of the first overall pick in the draft, there is a lottery first used in 1985 in which the worse you are as a team, the better odds you have of the first pick. Originally, the worst team in either conference would flip a coin for the pick. Then they moved to the lottery. However, to prevent teams from intentionally tanking, losing games on purpose, the worst three teams' odds were equalised this process has been a point of controversy in the past, with events like uh, the supposed frozen envelope for the Patrick Ewing draft. And to break it down with me today, I'm talking to John. John, how are you doing today, boss?
1: I'm doing all right. Um, needing a trim, but yeah. we, we keep we keep on going strong.
0: Yeah, we keep it moving. We keep it moving. So the NBA draft, obviously, also with uh, other American sports, differently to, to the English club system. Um, yeah. Based on, obviously, you, you know a lot about the draft, you know a lot about the English club system.
1: Yeah.
0: In your opinion, which, which do you think is a, is a better system for youth development?
1: I would say, but English clubs are talking about football clubs, right? Yeah, yeah. Or even so, basketball still. I would say the English clubs. Uh, but that's, again, me. that's my personal opinion, mostly because let's take football, for example. Um, you join an academy when you're eight. Seven years old. Sometimes you even sign a contract, and then the, the older you get, the more contracts you sign, and you get the opportunity to potentially play in the first team. So, like, let's take Arsenal for example. You got um Saka, you got Emil Smith Rowe, um, you got um, uh, um Joe Willick, is currently at Newcastle. You have got a couple of a couple other people that obviously have been free, they? Yeah. So, obviously, I feel like in terms of in terms of football, that's really good, and and uh our, and uh our, our, with our basketball teams, though, um, with our basketball clubs, we haven't got many teams doing that at the moment. I know Newcastle Eagle have a junior program, London Lions have a junior program, Plymouth. Leicester Riders have a junior program, and branches such as Charnwood, Loughborough, Applestone yeah. uh, um, in uh, Ipswich, yeah, Mars well, Worcester have um, obviously the yeah. university, yeah,
0: yeah, Plymouth, Plymouth Margin University, shout out Paul Nicholson,
1: um. Bristol Ro- Rovers, well... players <laughs> um, they've got their
0: But I think Mr. a lot Friot. of that also has to come down to the fact that it's where you grow up, you know, yeah. you, you need something localised, especially in England, of course, because the draft in America for American sports is kind of the be-all, end-all. This, yeah. this is what we're working towards. Yeah, Whereas in England, I think it really is a case of, um, you know, you could play wherever you know, if you want to play for your local team, you know, eventually you're yeah. probably just going to move on naturally. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the drafts, a, uh, it's a tricky one. So do, do you I mean, think it, you know, we, we say that perhaps we prefer the club system. Do you think the draft is
1: good or bad for the teams? Teams and NBA teams. Um, There's two sides to it, because obviously, as you mentioned, the tanking. Um, yeah. When it comes to, let's say, the Detroit Pistons,
0: yeah,
1: they are even better. OK, OKC Thunder,
0: yeah,
1: they they have at least a whole drafts worth worth to pick in their in their in their tank right now,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and again, that's that's what they did. That's what they that's what they they're going towards the future. But tanking is seen as bad as a league is it, it, seen bad in the league because obviously, of views such as like um New York Knicks, New York Knicks staple New York. Heart of New York, they're they're that team that potentially entertainment value, but because they've been tanking for the last couple of years, which evidently has kind of worked. Um, entertainment value has gone down. People there's been less people watching NBA in America, not necessarily other countries, um, but the good side of it is obviously um, having to having that opportunity to actually go to college for a year. Again, that has both sides of arguments, but I can neither here or there. Um, obviously going through the college system, having that chance to look at the facilities that they have. Because the facilities in, in, in top D one college basketballs are, are very similar to what NBA teams have. And obviously players going through that get to experience what of that gets to experience how to be responsible with it. But yeah, that, that that's that's purely that's purely based on on, on what I've seen so far.
0: Mm. But you you know you mentioned the Knicks and how they, you know they're decent now. Of course their best player, they signed, they didn't draft. Yeah. Julius Randle. And that is the thing with the draft, you know, the only time you really see uh, a team, of course, if if you draft a player and you think that, you know, this is the guy you're going to build around, you've got them for, you've got them for eight years, really. You know, you can nail them down for eight years. They have their four-year rookie contract. Then you sign them on their rookie extension for eight years. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to get it done in that eight years. You know, LeBron didn't get it done the first time round. And you've got to build yeah. around them too. You know, the only example, the good, the only good example of tanking working at the moment is the 76ers, I'd say. Trust the process. Yeah. But even then, you know, you've got to hit. You've got to hit on your draft picks. You know, okay, yeah, there's these the Celtics, they didn't tank, they obviously they had um, Brooklyn's picks. Um, yeah. but they've hit on the draft. But you know, for every big hit, there's a hundred misses.
1: Yeah. I I feel, I feel like with, with the draft as well with tanky it it obviously includes trades that NBA teams do as well. Mm. So obviously you have like um let's say you wanted a trade. Uh I think was KD was KD a side and trade or was KD a free agency trade?
0: Um KD was just free agency. To to net to Brooklyn, you mean, yeah?
1: Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, James yeah, James Harden was. Listen, listen James Harden, so obviously they had to set up picks here, picks that was a there, great picks all around. Mm. Yeah. And obviously it, it, it helps in a way because obviously teams have that incentive to give the player there because they're thinking, OK, because I, I know that they have draft boards so obviously they might have draft boards until 2024, top player in 2024. they're looking at that, OK, let's see his thing. They might like They might like the player. Mm. But I, I think with the draft, it's, it, it's, it's tough because... Anything, anything can happen. Injuries can happen. Um, a new emerging star in Europe, which has been re- happening recently, like um, what's that guy's name that's in the Wizards right now, from Israel? Um, Danny Yes, uh, and Luca Dodgers and Luca Luca as well. Luca yep. obviously was was very um, looked down upon because of where he was from. Yeah, but um, then he was famous. Bull
0: playing in Australia. Yep. But the thing you've got to remember with your international prospects is they are playing against physical adults. You know, if they can hang physically, that, that, yeah, that's the biggest jump you've got to make from going up against people your age to playing yeah. against big bodies.
1: That's why I, I, think, I think, in terms of like the process and getting to the NBA draft, I think what the G League is doing with, with Ignite is, is perfect. Yeah. Get high school, high school prospects, um, getting paid, getting in the competitions. Jalen Green, just um, Jonathan Covinga, They have mm. Jack helping them. They have Amir Johnson helping them. Um, they did have a, a guy called Kai Soto who's Filipino, but he, he kind of messed up his chances by choosing to represent Philippines in in the Asia Cup qualifiers. Mm. But um, yeah, but and same with Australia with their with the initiative of um what RJ Hampton and Namela Abu did. With, yeah. um, it was kind of like a program where they they played, they got paid. But they lead to the NBA or something? Like was, was yeah, it, was it,
0: was it? yeah, well as I say, you only need one year removed from high school graduation. And um, if I recall correctly, uh, the Bull family owns some of Illawarra... uh Illarawa, I can't say Illawarra Hawks now where, where mello was playing, wasn't he?
1: They, 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 same with um the Lithuanian team that he played for. Um oh, they, don't own, they don't own they they don't own things, but I know that they they sponsor the the water.
0: Oh, but, yeah, big ball of brown water. I had some of that when yeah. I watched them play against <laughs> London. <laughs> yeah. But, of, of course, uh, this is the interesting thing with the draft, is, of course, we're talking about, you know, players being one and done, just go to the draft, go into the NBA, make your bank done. Yeah. It's, it's not always that simple, you know. You can only pick 60 players on draft night, and yeah. there's a lot of players that will go undrafted, and that will kind of be the end of, of their basketball dream. And what yeah. if you come out early, forgo your, you know, eligibility? A lot of times, the college have only got you there to play basketball. So, that there is there is that kind of double-edged sword there.
1: Yeah, I think I think in terms of um, what, what you just said with the college wanting the player to only be there, there's a lot of talk about how, um, NCAA, how some the D1 players, I, I don't know what from universities have. Got players doing little elective classes that they don't even go to, that they that they they give just just give grades out. Don't even go to test. I, again, don't know whether that's true, but um, I know that um, there's been loads of talk and loads of scandals. Like um, didn't Zion Willis wasn't Zion part of a of a of a scandal at Duke that he accepted a car or or, or, or a luxury yeah, car? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I I was reading a um, it was Darcy Frey. He wrote about um Lincoln High School in Coney Island. And how the draft prospects or not draft prospects, sorry, college prospects, like Stefan yeah. Marbury. Like, um, his dad would receive like birthday cards for Stefan with like hundreds of dollars in from the college coaches and stuff like that. Because there's, you know, specific rules about it. And um oh. they also made a, a specific rule that you they could only print this is back in the nineties, they could only print the brochure for the um for the college in four colors or in black and white or something like that. So what yeah. they started doing was they started printing it, but putting a date on it before the rule came into place Yeah. to get around that so they could print it in color. Cause it was meant to make it better for, you know, unis that couldn't afford like color printing in the nineties. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, in, and there's, that puts a lot of pressure on kids. You know, you, you think about yeah. from the AAU circuit all the way up, like, you know, I listened to all the smoke. I listened to Matt Bartons who, obviously does a lot of work with, with, with his twins and they're in the AAU. And he's always talking like, yeah, we had the tournament. Yeah, we, you know, we won the chip. And he isn't arrogant or anything about that. He, he's very level-headed about it. But even then, they're young children who are going through this already highly competitive system. And you, and then you have to turn around and think, well, so what if they don't fulfil their potential? But they've been brought up thinking, NBA, make money off basketball. Then what? You know, Someone once said that the NFL stands for not for long. Yeah, you know, you've got to yeah. think about that. You got to think about that long-term bread.
1: Yeah, I think in terms of um, the whole system leading to the NBA draft, it's like uh, I know that players can receive offers from as young as thirteen, fourteen. Mm. I think, didn't Lamelo commit to UCLA when he was only a junior in high yeah, school? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, when he was only a junior in high school, which means he must have received an offer from UCLA. A lot of players, a lot of players, a lot of NBA players' sons, if they're seen as as as, as if they're seen that they 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 have the potential to be NBA talent, mm. they they get given they get given um, offers from from various universities. I know that Bronny has received offers from various universities already, just yeah. being
0: yeah.
1: having the look on James Jr. in his name.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and, feel, and sometimes they
1: do make the league. You yeah, Cole Anthony, yeah. Greg Anthony's boy, he's in the league now. Um, same with um, Sabonis, the Monte Sabonis. Yeah, Aviadas' son. But yeah, but there's a lot. Of, yeah, I feel, I, I, I feel like, I feel like um, the 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 draft is a is a is a big pressure upon the young people in America. Because again, as you said, that's the that's the end goal. Mm. They don't, they don't, they don't look to go to Europe. They don't look to go to Asia. They don't look to go to Australia. The, the main goal is the NBA, and as you as you said, the draft is is sixty picks. You main my yeah. in, yeah. a majority of the, majority majority of that, they get undrafted. Maybe they might get a quarter or summer league. Yeah, G League.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, but the majority, majority of the time, just undrafted. The majority of the time, that's that's the end for majority of the of their careers. They they go off to do a normal nine to five job. They go back to university. Yeah, get a degree done.
0: But it also kind uh, of per- perverts the, the college system, you know. And again, Frey writes on this too. He follows uh, four players um Chaka Ship, Corey, uh Wilhelm, <laughs> I think. You know. Um, a guy who uses he uses a pseudonym, and I'll get on on to why, and stuff on Marbury, of course, Marbury, the only one to make the league. Um, Chaka Ship goes to Set Hall and gets an injury, crashes his car. And then he just he he caught up, Darcy Frey caught up with him ten years later. And he's just working at uh, odd jobs electrician in Vegas on like eight dollars an hour. Because he, you know, he kept trying to force, you know, he kept transferring uh, college to try and get playtime and and yeah. kind of neglected the um, you know, because they would they weren't taking for his academics, had to neglect the academic side and he ended up not doing what he wanted. But the other one, he went by name, I think it's Russell Thomas. He used a pseudonym, but um, he ended up taking his own life on a on a train track because he uh, didn't get not drafted, but like he didn't get he got cut from uh, California Irvine, I think.
1: Oh yes, but I've, I've, I feel like that's that's uh, that's the case with a lot of um junior pro- um obviously having that ambition to reach. Um, reach the professional level, which is the same with um English clubs. Mm. Um, let um I don't know whether you remember that, but there was a story about that Man City youth player. Yes. that took his own life because he got caught. He got caught from the from the academy.
0: That was somewhat recent. Um, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, that that was. I think that was in twenty twenty, or it might have just happened in it was January.
0: A few months ago, yeah.
1: Yeah, but I know that um, there's that pressure with that and 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 psychologically for these young men, young 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 people especially young females as well um because now the female um women's basketball in america has is now on the rise which is is really good because a lot of there's there's been a lot of um exposure with with with, with women's ball women ballers Mm. and women footballers as well but um i I just feel like with because of because of because of the draft the pressure is on and half the time these these young these young people don't concentrate on 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 don't concentrate on, on on what they need to do and on what they want to do. They they, they, they go f- they go for it and and don't have a backup plan. And once they reach the backup plan, they somewhat fall, keep they, they somewhat fall into 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 sadness, depression, all that kind of stuff. But that, yeah. that's deeper. Yeah, that's deeper, deeper meaning. Of to course, that.
0: you know you mentioned about women's basketball. We've got Esther Little going to Gonzaga next year. Um, but then we also you know being we being England had Holly Winterburn go Oregon. Um, she's back yeah. home now playing for Leicester. She decided it weren't for her, which is fair enough. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, sorry, we've got Tammy Fike Benley back in the WNBA because she did a year in Italy. Uh, she's yeah. gone back to the WNBA.
1: Yeah, I, I, I know the WNBA is tough. A lot of the WNBA players do play in other countries when, when 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 they are off seasons.
0: Yeah, yeah. I
1: remember, wa- I remember watching a um, a video on YouTube about um, how a New York Liberty, yeah, New York Liberty player or an Atlanta Sparks player goes to Russia to play for their women's team and the EuroLeague there. Mm. And then once their off-season, once their season is done, they go back for the off-season training for the the WNBA.
0: Yeah. Well, that's how you run your body into the ground. You know, Yao Ming did the same. He was playing in China in the off-season. There's a reason he only lasted eight years in the NBA. Yeah. Body just couldn't hack it. But what about the draft lottery? Do you think that's a good idea? I,
1: I think... It's tough because again, draft lottery—anything can happen. You have odds, but what's to say? Let's say the LA Lakers are the top fifteen pick right now—they have obviously they have AD Lebron. Mm. Used, even though their chances of getting the top, the top first pick, the, the number one pick, is is is, is very little to <laughs> very little to none. Yeah, if, to if, if
0: you're the fourteenth, you know, worst team, I think your odds literally are like point 0.1% or something yeah. like that.
1: And obviously that comes with the trades as well. They they can trade for a team for their pick, mm. and even if you are the 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 fourteenth worst team, if you had traded that pick to another team for another player, that team has the rights to that player. Mm. But I feel like with the lottery, it's, it's a lot of uncertainty to it. It's not certain that if you're the worst team, you'll get number one pick. Yeah. If you're the, if you're the fifteenth worst team, you'll get the fifteenth overall pick. And it's-
0: even then, there's there's a level of, of unfairness there because. There could be a team that is bad because they're a small market. They can't sign players. Their best player got a big injury. They're just bad. And then you could have a team that are a big market and intentionally tanking that finished, like, six seed, jump to the number one. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, the jury's out on it. Because, obviously, you do need... Um, well, even then, do you think tanking's a bad thing? Yeah.
1: <sighs> Entertainment entertainment value, yes, but for the team's worth sake, it's not. But like, the team has to do what the team has to do, but for entertainment value, let's say, again, like we mentioned before, New York Knicks. For the team's sake, they they, they, they kind of needed to tank because their draft picks weren't working, their the team they're wasn't working. Free agents. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're getting anyone that's basically on the free agent market that, that was good before or is kind of, that does still kind of have potential, but it's 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 it i'm 50 50 on it. i can't really decide because well you mentioned like, so entertainment I... value let's take the uh you know
0: 2014 sixes with if they're in if <laughs> they were that bad if you're trying if they weren't trying to intentionally lose is there any entertainment value there anyway because they're still not good you know yeah. what i mean like it's, it's not like you've got you know, LeBron, Kobe, Michael Jordan, and you decide to ride them on the bench because you want to... You know, it's not like so, you're losing massive entertainment value, but I think perhaps an upside of tanking is you give um, players a chance. Yeah. You know, you, you give the likes of, you know... Uh, Michael Rapaport calls uh, Frankie Nic- uh, Nilekina, uh Frankie Cigarettes, because Frankie Nicotine. Sounds like Frankie Nicotine. But, you know, the Knicks would have, like, Frankie Nicotine, they'd have... Um, Who's the undrafted Alonzo Tria? Yeah. You know Mitchell Robinson. I oh, was undrafted. I'm sorry. He was un- he was undrafted. Alonso yeah, yeah. Trier. yeah. Wow. Um, but you know, if, if you are bad and don't have that entertainment value, you will end up giving these players chances. And you know, Alonzo Tria, he'll get paid. He'll get you know he'll get the ten monument. million from someone. They'll, they'll see him as a you know a budget Fred VanVleet. Oh, Fred VanVleet is one of
1: those undrafted players that. Yeah. Have that very Pascal Siakam. Uh, Pascal Siakam went forty sixth. Oh, did he? I think, yeah, yeah. Don't quote me on that. It's about that low. Oh, I I, I was was looking at stories that he he was undrafted, huh?
0: No, he he might have been um, drafted and cut, but um, yeah, no, um, yeah, Frankie, he's a. That's what I'm saying about about the um, entertainment value. Yeah. If you're that bad, you know, <laughs> is there any entertainment value anyway?
1: Yeah, I mean, would you, would you say the 2013 2014 Lakers, up to the point where they had LeBron, do you did, did you think their tanking was worth it? Um, well, the product they're tanking was
0: Ball, Ingram, Randall, Josh Hart, all of whom they traded for AD.
1: Yeah.
0: So, I'd say, yeah, I've just checked. Um, Pascal Siakam went 27th in 2016.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Surprised to me, too. I didn't realise he was a first-rounder. Um, what, what? The,
1: the, the Raptors? Yeah. Um, dropped him. yeah. Okay, so the Raptors, might, okay, Raptors sent him to the G League straight away, then, then he won. Yeah,
0: yeah. played uh, in the D League in the 2017.
1: Oh, he played when it was still the D League? Wow. Mm. Mm. D League finals MVP. And then, I know he got yeah he got finals MVP he won the he won the, he won the championship and then he got he got promoted back up to the to the first team. Yep, Good run with the big boys. What what are your thoughts on the on the lottery then?
0: Um, it, I think it's one of those those things where you do need that level of checks and balances because if again it's not quite entertainment value, but if you are Detroit and you know you're coming up against. Los Angeles. If you know, if you if you know you have the worst record in the league, you get yeah. the first pick. What's the point in even trying? You're playing the Lakers. You don't gain yeah. anything from winning. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and again, it does become a point where you might go, "Well, how about we just sign loads of injured players that are good?" Now, easier said than done. You know, you, you can't always be the Nets and go, yeah, we'll just take KD and bench him for a year. Same with Kyrie or whatever. Um, but yeah, you could just ride, you know, ride them for a year. Um, I think the lottery, it's... I, I don't... I, I think the lottery should just be for the top three picks between the top three worst teams. Yeah. Like, I, I don't like the idea that the 14th worst team can get the first overall pick.
1: Like I understand, last season, yeah, Golden State were not a good team, but they have a decent power forward in, in, in center in James Wiseman. Yeah, play's coming up next year. Draymond is is is, is on his is on his Dennis Rodman ish with. He's,
0: like, he's, with on his, he's on his right. Uh, he's on his coach Green.
1: He's on his and and then Stephen Curry is 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 currently in the middle of his prime.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: and I that's what I'm like... saying.
0: That's what I'm saying. If if Steph got in, you know, all of the Warriors got injured last year, and then Draymond got injured got told to be, he, he pretty much decided he didn't want to play let's be yeah. honest um,
1: but they basically banked for the year and it worked
0: yeah and then and then they benefited for it but the thing with the Wiseman one I, I would have picked Wiseman for the Warriors I think he's the right fit there but yeah. with the way and he's playing fine he's, he's having a fine rookie year for a guy that barely played in college and is a center at what point do you start thinking we should have gone for Lamello
1: But the only the problem with that, what what position would LeBello had played at the world? He would run the two, wouldn't he? Yeah, and then when Clay comes back, what would he run? He would be on the bench. Sit,
0: sit him on, yeah, get him off the bench. To be honest, you could run Clay as a as a free. You could. You know, they you know they, they, they they're yeah. all about shooting. They're all about small ball.
1: Their, their three currently is Kelly Uri, right? Or does yep. run the and Wiggins? Um, and two
0: interchangeable. But yeah, let, let's say they let's say they go for uh, Lamelo Ball. They don't have to panic when Clay goes down and sign Kelly Oubre. That's true, because they have a player in. You know, because how old, how tall is Lamelo? 6'8 Six, eight.
1: Six, eight and growing. Yeah,
0: yeah. So he's he's the Fuller, same as sort of Kelly o- no. Oubre. Yeah, same sort of athleticism. So
1: yeah, I think I think it was more for them. I think it was more they needed a big because again, their their big, their bigs over the last couple of seasons hasn't weren't hasn't been good to them. If I was to say that, they had Zilli. they had obviously the the, the infamous Andrew Bogut who retired. He's retired now. Mm. He had well, is, I think
0: he's retired by proxy. The fact that he's just stopped playing.
1: No, he's... is he, He's now trying to make his comeback now. Uh, I liked him. I thought he was fine. He signed with the New York G League team, I think. Really? Maybe. Yeah, there was, a, there was a story that came up that he signed that because of his injuries, he obviously was, didn't play for, I think, two, three years. Mm. But now he... Yeah, he's a boss. Will play for the Westchester Knicks of the NBA G League. Oh. He's currently at, the, at their bubble right now. Oh, good for him.
0: Yeah, but so, I, know, I know what you're saying because with, with they're bigs, they've had uh, Azili, Boger. They signed Boogie, um, but of course, Boogie's boogie.
1: kind of done now. Uh, I, I still have a bit of faith in Boogie. I have a feeling the Lakers are going to sign him because
0: no, run it back with him for another go. Might I mean, the might as well. You know, it's, yeah, it's bad when your best center over the past five years has been
1: Javale McGee. I mean, don't get it twisted. He he he's improved a lot men, mentally, and, and and it's fine. Yeah, t- yeah. Re- re- before, like when he was at Denver, when he did a Euro step at the halfway line and chucked it up. Yeah, Anderson Barisheh was there. Yeah, well, he did But let's be real, he didn't really play. No, but even even then,
0: that's what I'm saying with the draft. If they wanted to, they could lock Wiseman in for around eight years.
1: That's true. And now, for, then, for a
0: kid, is that a good thing? Because you, you hear about, you know, AB uh, kids going to the wrong organization and and you know, not learning the things they should be learning on how to, you know, be a professional off the court and stuff like that. Yeah. Wasn't
1: that the case with Gilbert Arenas when he went? Well, to he the... did bring a
0: gun into the locker room. Yes. Yes,
1: and and Nick there Young. was a story. What was it? Was his um, was his podcast? His podcast is no oh, no chill, no chill, Gil. No chill, Gil. That's, a, that's his podcast name. I, 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 I listened to a couple of his things. I know that public experience. Apparently, he used, they used to, they used to take a, they used to take a number two and put it in a teammate's shoe as a joke. Right. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, that, apparently, that whole locker room was just poisonous and, and, yeah as the organization weren't teaching Gilbert how to professionally handle this kind of stuff whereas mm. the teammates that he had were essentially telling him to to, to do whatever the whatever the hell you want yeah and that was and that's what he said that was a downfall of, 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 of his of his career because he he wasn't professional people didn't want him because of how he handled himself yeah and that was all due to how the wizards were before and the wizards weren't really that team no. that they were to, 2014, 2015, when they were making playoffs and were making conference semi finals.
0: Mm. Well, you, you see it also kind of on the other side, LeCoin, uh, with Kwame Brown. You know, Kwame Brown, who he, he blatantly had talent. Okay, he was a bust. Yes, he was a bust. But he blatantly had some sort of talent to go number one. He just, it seemed like he needed a, a strong personality to, to guide him. And who, yeah. did he, who did he play with? Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. Two of the yeah. most unforgiving basketball players ever.
1: you can see the same with, with, with um, Anthony Bennett as well.
0: Yeah, quite possibly.
1: Yeah. Darko, the... Darko's a
0: good example of it too, because um, people say that Darko... Um, the piss Great story with Darko. Basically, he came over to New York for the draft or something like that, and he was uh, warming up. And on the court next to him... Um, he was just, like, going through some pre-drafts. On the court next to him was the entire Pistons organisation running drills. And um, I think Larry Brown was the coach at the time. And there was a guy who's very close to Darko. He goes to the next court and he goes to Larry, you know who's warming up over there? Darko Milicic. And Larry Brown started putting him through a whole training session with the Pistons and said that Darko was, you know, as yeah. good as anyone on that floor. Um but it was just a case of he was very, very isolated when he did come to America. Uh, and that was his... Yeah. You know, Dirk had it too. Um, Mark Stein talks a lot about it, how Dirk really struggled being in America, wouldn't go into... Wouldn't leave his room. I uh, was talking about going back to Germany. And Steve Nash kind of uh, got him out of
1: that. I, I feel like, especially back then, um, they still do now. A lot of a lot of NBA um, and an- analysts a lot of NBA scouts do look down upon European prospects. Yeah, even if they are super talented, even if they are, um, one of the best European prospects. Like Luca, some of, some some analysts were thinking that Luca might even be past ten. Mm. I'm surprised Luca wasn't first.
0: In in hindsight, he should have been first, and there's not
1: really a debate. Yeah, there isn't. Imagine imagine how the Phoenix Suns would have been with Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and Luca Doncic.
0: Or the Kings who drafted Marvin Bagley, who
1: now wants to be traded away yep. from the Kings. Or the Hawks who actually traded <laughs> Doncic. I feel like the Hawks really messed up big time with that because now they they have a brilliant roster. They have Bogdan Bodanovich They have Trey Young. They have Clint Capella. They have John oh, Collins. They Christ have.
0: These um, go. guy. Yeah,
1: he has. They have Rajon yeah, Rondo. At least
0: they got Trey Young back. They could have traded Luca for Marvin Bagley. And DeAndre Ayton's fine. He's fine.
1: He's he's a very old school player. That's why no one really good talks player. about him. Yeah. Like he's, he's fine. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't dribble down the court. Spot for a free. He's a catch and shoot. He's a catch shoot three point scorer. He's he's a typical catch ball in the post. A little, little
0: bit of Kimi. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's a little, he's, bit, he's little, bit, he's little bit Tim Dunkin. He, he's the, the, the pass. Exactly. and and it's a good class yeah I feel like like, um, the draft is very interesting to watch because you get to see all the trades that happen and especially with the outcomes of the trade so like essentially Cleveland trading Andrew Wiggins to Minnesota that big three of Kevin Love, Kyrie and LeBron James
0: Mm. well that's the thing I I want to make the point I think GM's put too much value on the draft you know, why okay, yes, you are, you know, in Minnesota's position, you're trying to rebuild, but in what world is Kevin Lovely also worth an 18 year old? And, and that's the thing, I think a lot of GMs kind of it's the fun of it. Everyone likes the draft, they like the idea of the gamble and the excitement of it. But it that that's you know, that's kind of you're, you're reducing a man's career. And 80, you know, In many cases, you're taking a 19-year-old man, taking him out of the structure of college, saying, here is five million a year guaranteed. Yeah. You're a big boy now. And you, know, you, you look at Tyler Hero. He did a video of like, um, how I spent my first million.
1: Oh, with GQ Men. Yeah, 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 yeah. And,
0: yeah. and that's fun. That's a funny video. But then yeah. when, when you think about it and you go, okay, but let's say Tyler blows out his ACL. It's never the same gets one more contract then what you you know we're we're glorifying this behavior of you know and Charles Barkley spoke on it he says every day or every week he has ex-players coming to him asking for money and he says I'll do it once but I'll never do it again like if you if you come to him and ask for money he'll give you money once but he'll never do it again but you have to think about you know how can we Kind of take this pressure off, off, the young people with the lifestyle and all of that.
1: Yeah, I I feel like it's it's it, the pre, pre, again pressure very big thing when it comes to NBA and NBA draft. It's 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 just it's just um, it's just it's, it's it's tough. So it, it takes it is that's why I feel sorry from some of these some of these young players, especially coming in. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, all, all, all the way through their career, you know, you, let's say you're a 13-year-old basketball player. Um, take Julian Newman. I'm not a massive fan of Julian Newman. However, he's Newman. still a young player that is subject to a hell of a lot of scrutiny just for playing the game he loves. That's all he's yeah. doing, you know. Yeah, he plays in a way that people don't find fun. Okay, or they, they find him cocky or arrogant. Okay, find me a player he that's hugely he... successful without that little bit of edge flow,
1: yeah. you know. Um, he plays very. He plays very NBA two K.
0: <laughs> very league. Yeah. Very
1: um, very very. Tween tween, tween 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 Yeah. And pull up. But well, and that's I, I, he's I, better I,
0: than both yeah. of us. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but that, that's what I'm saying. You know. Julian Newman's already subject to all of this scrutiny. Let's say he goes to college. Right.
1: He's going to be. Apparently, he, to apparently he's got a scholarship to uh, New York. College. I'm not too sure whether I'm oh, I'm, I'm right about that. I don't know, you know I know that. MyU, he... who Vasily, Vasily went to MyU. Yeah, uh, yeah. Is he there now, or did he go before? Uh,
0: no, no, he's done. He went there. Yeah, uh, yeah. On a on a basketball scholarship or on a scholarship or I couldn't tell you if I know. Um, but yeah the city played there but yeah you you know all the way you've got the, the you're being judged you're being you know are they worthy of being a five star recruit are they worthy of starting for duke are they worthy of a bad of game
1: yeah you can't yeah. have a bad game
0: yeah and then all of a sudden you know you're in you're, you're in the league are you worthy of this contract are you worthy of these amount of shots
1: yeah let's take two very um big internet sensations such as Zion Williamson and Mikey Williams. Mm. Zion, obviously, he's doing his bits. He's not as covered anymore because Lamelo's in the league. So ESPN and, and all these other TV networks are on Lamelo because mm. Zion right now is averaging, I think, twenty five points, eight and six rebounds. Yeah, six yeah. And then let's take Mikey Williams. Now at the beginning, because he transferred to a Christian school that's in a higher division than his old school was, his first couple of games, him getting used to the competition that he's facing, because Last year he would play competition that that couldn't match him. Mm. That that he could always drop forty balls, fifty balls. First couple of games this year, he was being called a um a, a scrub. Mm. Uh, he was being called a bum. He was being called um um a catfish.
0: That.
1: Yeah, yeah, all of that because he wasn't he he wasn't used to the physicality of of how Division 1 is, even though he's a very talented player. Mm. Now, fast forward a couple months later, he's dropping 30 balls, mm. 25 points, averaging 25 points, all of that kind of stuff. I, I feel like players now, when it comes <laughs> to... If like, if, 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 we're, if we're going to compare the drafts experience compared to Patrick Ewing, Patrick Ewing, Kobe, uh, even LeBron, social media did not play a big part.
0: No. No, but the, the the interesting thing with the is people were saying that he was running with the Celtics when he was like 16, 17 and holding his own. Um, yeah. yeah. But uh what was I gonna say about um, Patrick Hune? Yeah, obviously there was the, the controversy with the frozen envelope. Um, and, and a quick, you know, description of what that was. They used to do the draft, uh, they used to broadcast it. Now they do it in private, you know. If <laughs> everyone thinks the lottery's fixed. Everyone does, right? Apart from like, okay, Bill Simmons says, "Oh, well, it's not, otherwise New York would win every year and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so they used to have a big clear ball with envelopes in and then you pull, you know, say I'm now picking the third and you pull out the envelope.
1: Kind of of like the Europa League. um, Yeah, like how they do
0: the balls for the FA Cup draw and all of that. Yeah, yeah, Um, Yeah. So David Stern reaches in, immediately grabs one, kind of like... Like, waves his hand around a bit while still holding it, pulls it out mysteriously. It's the Knicks. Now, this is the Patrick Ewing draft, and drafts tend to get named after the players. You know, last year was the Zion draft, there was the Shaq draft, there was the LeBron draft. Based on if you get the number one overall, you're getting this player which will change your franchise. This one was the Patrick Ewing draft. And the Knicks, being a big market, put a good player there, makes lots of money. And lo and behold, he pulls out this thing that is. The Knicks and people say yeah. that they froze the envelope, so he knew which one to grab because it would be cold.
1: Because uh, there's also another conspiracy to that that he was struggling opening the opening the envelope itself because mm.
0: it was-
1: he was struggling because it it was it was quote unquote frozen. I feel like the the, the David Stern era <laughs> of the NBA was very very controversial. Every yeah. single draft, every single time he walked out of the door, Lockout. getting ready to say with the first pick of the NBA draft, all yeah. the fans would just <laughs> All the fans would just boo-, boo him and I think that David Stern did do a lot of fishy things that might have helped other teams in terms of drafting and in terms of all of that kind of stuff. And like, for example, like, how did, why is it now that teams like KD, James Harden, Carrie Irving... Now you got to, about- to win it. Yeah. But then yet, yeah, <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, but he vetoes the trade. He vetoes Chris Poole going over to the Lakers to help um, Pau Gasol and and Kobe.
0: But even then, he let he let Pau Gasol go because Pau Gasol was given up for nothing, for absolutely yeah. nothing. And, you know, you can't say, oh, well, I got Mark Gasol out of it because at the time, Mark Gasol was £360 and a second round pick.
1: You know? I feel, I feel like they regret the, the trade this time as well because... Mark isn't playing his greatest basketball for the Lakers uh, right now.
0: Well, he didn't play last night. He got a DMP. Is he injured?
1: No clue. Mm. Well, he got a DMP. He might, he, might, he might be out for health reasons.
0: Yeah, he's just overweight. And he's <laughs> seven foot one. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, David Stone was definitely more of a wartime uh, <laughs> commissioner. And then Adam Silver come in. And, uh, you know, obviously the first thing Adam Silver had to deal with was Donald Sterling. Um, you know, with the Clippers, in which he basically made some very inflammatory comments about African Americans, um, which yeah. led to. And again, Matt Barnes speaks about this because he was in the Clippers organization at that time, I do believe. Um, I,
1: feel, I feel like you would enjoy this series. There's a series on Netflix, Jay, called um, "The Coaches Notebook" or "The Coaches." Mm. Uh, I don't know what it's called. I'll search it up in a bit. Mm. But um, Doc Rivers t- spoke um, spoke about. His experience as the head coach.
0: Yeah, he I, did. Uh, he did all the smoke with Matt Barnes.
1: Yeah. Yes. He. he there's, a, there's a particular series. Of, there's a series with all coaches. So, like, I know the coach of. Um, what's the? Do you, do you remember the college that Ajay Wilson went to?
0: No. Oh. Um. Uh. Bill Lambeer. No. No. Oh. Um. Because Bill Lambier's is the Los Angeles Aces coach now.
1: Um. Anyway, Las, Las Vegas Aces.
0: Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that's probably what
1: I meant. Um. Yeah. No, they they do a bunch of of, of, of um of, of videos with coaches. They have gone through a lot. So, like Doc Rivers, is one of them, and he and he explains how during the time Donald Sterling had said all those um profound things about mm. um ab- about um African Americans and said all, all of those things that were caught on tape and released um via social media um he said that the players at the time looked at him
0: yeah
1: as another voice for donald sterling but he had walked into the locker room saying i am with you guys yeah. i work for them as well and had to explain all of that kind of stuff
0: yeah because he was still wearing his clipper shirt when he went in they said have you seen amateur on netflix
1: Yes, I have. Yeah. Right. So that that's, one with the
0: fact, yeah, with the left and right running plays. Um yes. that's, that's a a perfect example of you know the pressures that a young person faces in high school ball, and uh, that's a good one. Yeah. I,
1: I, I, yeah, I feel like I feel like when it comes to when it comes to pressure as well. Um, if if the person if the person has, let's say, like with amateur, he was dyslexic. Yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. Dyslex- dyslexic. I, I think there's. With that, yeah, the, 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 there's there's things that with players. Some players might have um, dyslexia. The League won't care. Um, so, like let's say with Kevin Love about mental health, yeah, as well. Kyrie, Kyrie, um, which is another which is another story, which 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 is conspiracy or all around well,
0: it. The way that he embraced Demar Derozan the other night, I think, tells us a lot. Yeah, considering smoke and Demar's been on on stuff like that.
1: I know that the Mar and Kyrie are, are somewhat close. Mm. I know that the Mar wasn't feeling too good after he got traded by the Raptors yeah. to the Spurs for Kawhi. And I remember he, I don't know whether you saw this as well, you probably did, but when the was was uh, kind of thought back to himself, maybe I was the reason why Raptors didn't win.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Else. And then he said that he was talking about this, talking about that. Mm. But. Yeah, it's 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 the, the draft causes a lot of problems for different teams and different and, and different players. Like it's Well Danny it's, Ainge is
0: it is in it. You know, Danny Ainge has been an amazing GM for the Celtics, but of course Danny Ainge hasn't hit on the draft. He's had so many picks and he's missed with all of them. You know, Romeo yeah. Langford, Peyton Pritchard's okay, Aaron Neesmith is okay. <laughs>
1: Michael Paul is one of the best players I've ever seen.
0: Well, well, exactly. You know, granted, you know, okay, they they didn't waste the top five pick on him, but um,
1: yeah. you know, I mean, I feel like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have worked so far.
0: Well, what what has worked? You know, they're they're both going out and averaging numbers, but you know they're not, they're not
1: reaching the finals they're not reaching yeah
0: like reaching to, to, to having Zach Levine on the Bulls has worked because Zach Levine is putting up you know to, to me he's the ultimate um good player bad team big stats bad team player I, I feel
1: like the team that has benefited from the draft the most over the last from 20, 2011 to 2016 2017 was the Minnesota Timberwolves their team was so good and still,
0: only yeah, made the yeah. first round, though.
1: Exactly, like they had the limitations. Of what you can do,
0: only do with the draft.
1: Yeah, like they had Kat. they had Zach, they had Andrew Wiggins, they had Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio still an amazing passer. Yeah, was, was way better back. It was way better back then. But Passed they had all by these I players. like <laughs> a-
0: Made a glass.
1: <laughs> they had all these players that are that are. That are that are good, that are that are that are
0: really good. A lot like Chris Dunn. If, if... So they turned Chris Dunn and Zach Levine into Jimmy Butler. Yeah, made a run for it. I like Chris Dunn. Yeah,
1: Chris Dunn is. Chris he, Dunn he's though. got he's um, got a
0: lot of edge. I like him. I like him. I like Sexton. Um. Yeah. No, I, I like them. But I think, uh, you know, what team's done best off the draft? Hear me out, Brooklyn. By trading, oh, yeah. by trading away all of their draft picks, they couldn't sign any big free agents for any money, meaning they had the cap for them <laughs> to get both Kyrie and um, KD. They just did a very hard reset. And the fact that they traded um, Brook Lopez and they got d out of it, that's an amazing deal. Granted, they passed on Kyle Kuzma, but you, know, you mentioned right at the start about OKC and, and tanking. Yeah, Shea yeah. Gilgis Alexander is a great player to build on, but if you want to tank through the draft,
1: you've got to trade him because he makes you too good. He wins you basketball games, and I, and I feel like they now need to trade Dort.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If 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 OKC said tank time, they have to trade two young players that are well worth building around. Yeah, you've got Lou Dort, who is a better Andre Roberson, in my opinion. And Andre yeah. Robeson's a fine player. You know, he, he's Tony Allen with a three-point shot. Yeah. You know, you've got Shea Gilgis alexander who's a very, very good young player, Yeah. You know, both under 24, 25. Yeah. And you're thinking, OK, now if we want to tank, we've got to get rid of it. It seems counterintuitive.
1: Yeah. I feel, I feel like their core right now have a lot of potential. And I think it's smart. I think I have a feeling I know what their, what, what their GM is planning on doing, which is, Sam Presti, um, Bill Presti, Sam Presti, Sam Presti. Um, don't know why I thought Bill <laughs> they could have used someone oh, like Gordon Hayward, yeah. But th- speaking of Gordon Hayward, the Hornets, yeah, the Hornets oh, they, are doing well. Credit where credit's due, Mike. <laughs> the Hornets are doing well this year with Lamelo. Yeah, Lamelo starting right now, right? And good on
0: Malik Monk, too, getting himself sorted out. Because he got banned for being on the old nose beers, didn't he? Yeah, he got he got. got... Tyree Kevin's got a two-year ban, free up to end
1: this? Year? I'm sorry. Doesn't it end this
0: year? Uh, well, yeah, he missed last season, <laughs> that off season for the Pacers. We lost just we lost Jeff Teague to free agency. Darren Collison yeah. retired to become a Jehovah's Witness. Tyree Kevin's got done <laughs> for two years.
1: Got a little special guest coming through.
0: So JJ, what do you think of the draft? Obviously, (laughs) class of (laughs) twenty
1: (laughs) thirty five. But, but yeah, I feel like the the the. I feel like um, like what you said with the with OKC, he's very it's very counterintuitive that now they have to trade their two best best players players if they wanted to
0: get a first pick.
1: Exactly, Shea Shea Gilders, Alexandra Lugans, Dor. Um, they have a couple of players Baisley. that, I, yeah. yeah, Darius Bayz. He surprised. He said he surprised me this year. He's a fine was, player. I like him. I like OKC. Like,
0: I've got nothing against him. I prefer if they're in Seattle, but
1: oh, that's a, that's another topic to be doing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. that's another pod. But speaking of which, we're going to wrap this one up. This has been Jamie. That's been John. John, where can people find you? Remind them.
1: Um. You can find me in um, on YouTube, just me John. Instagram, just just underscore me John. Um, it, to be fair, if you're following if you're following if you're following Jamie, you could probably um, you, can probably, find me, it, yeah, yeah. you can probably find me. Yeah, you probably find me in the followers list or in the following list. I'll be I'll be there. Um, but yeah, there's yeah. this, this definitely you know, the last you you guys have seen of me.
0: Mm-hmm. 100. So the, obviously this has been what was the score of the sports history podcast, and this has been the NBA draft.